Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, in person by Anthony Chang, our Heat Beat writer here at the Herald. Anthony, what's going on? This is strange. I know, we haven't done this in like 18 months, basically. Yeah, we've, I mean, I've seen you. Yeah, we've seen each other in heat games like and games, stuff like that, but, but we've never recorded yeah, in person. Recording a podcast, in, and, and not only just recording a podcast in person together for the first time since March, what, 2020? Yes. We're in Las Vegas. We're in Las Vegas. That's exactly where I expected us to get back on the uh, get back on the in-person podcast recording wagon. We've taken the show on the road. Exactly. We should have done like a live episode in front of like a, a studio audience. Like, we could have just taken over a little corner of like Thomas and Mac Arena. Yeah. We probably, we probably could have done it, but they probably would have kicked it. They're so strict over there that yeah. they probably would have moved this. But yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to do something like live at the Cox Pavilion or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But it just it was too difficult to pull off. Yeah, I didn't get credentials, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're here in Vegas. Um, Anthony's here covering Summer League. I'm here hanging out and <laughs> figured we would uh, record a podcast in person while we are out here. Um, we got kind of a lot to get to. Obviously, we'll, some Olympic talk we haven't recorded since the USA won gold, which was in doubt there for a little bit. Yeah. So, um, very happy to see that happen. And we ended up winning the gold medal count by one, beating China on like the last day. So we needed so needed every one of those. Yeah. Yeah, the two the two basketball teams came through late. Um, we'll talk about the Kyle Lowry tampering situation, which I'm kind of out of the loop on, so that'll be good. You can just kind of explain it to me and yeah. explain it to people who I'm sure are seeing, obviously, a lot of like. We, we don't really know what's going to happen with that yeah. yet, but obviously a lot of different directions that could go. Um, but let's start with Summer League. We just watched um, the Heat uh, beat the Grizzlies in double overtime. Max Struess a walk-off three in sudden death double overtime, which I kind of think the NBA should just go to that two-minute overtime. I kind of it's kind of cool. It's I mean it just makes it a more like dramatic. Finish. Yeah, like, like right away yeah, it's like every possession matters. Yeah. Um, so the big story today was Max Struess. What did he finish with? Thirty-two. Thirty-two points on that last three. Yeah. How many threes did he hit? Six or seven? I think he had nine, if I'm correct. Oh yeah, he got hot at the end. There. Yeah, I mean he was uh, he was. Give me a second. Uh, seven of seventeen. Yeah, so, so nine, but yeah, seven of seventeen on threes. Um, Omar Yurtman keeps yeah. keeps playing well. Um, what have, what have been your biggest take? You've seen now t- three yeah. games out here, three games, right? Two, two games. Yeah, two games out here. What what have you? What have your been your biggest takeaway? Well, even just starting in Sacramento, like I don't think I really expected much from this Heat summer league team. Yeah. Like they didn't have a draft pick. Tyler Hero's obviously not on the team. Mm-hmm. I think the only draft pick on the roster is KZ. Did, did I, I that think correct? that's right. Only Heat draft pick, yeah. right? Was Omar Yurtseven drafted? Omar Yurtseven was not He's drafted. not drafted. No. So I think the only draft pick in general is KZ, which is crazy. Yeah. But here they are. They're 4-0. They won the two games in Sacramento. They won the first two games in Vegas. And it's just a bunch of, like, undrafted guys, like, older it's guys. It's Heat culture. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> Playing together and getting it done. And then obviously it helps that, I mean, he'd have four guys in the roster who are going to be on the 15-man team. Yeah. Like, Vince, Gabe's not playing. He's probably not going to play in Vegas because he's... Yeah, he did not him. play today. Yeah. They're, they're resting him, I think, after, you know, his, you know, playing for Nigeria and playing in Las Vegas and, and camp. And just he, for the past few months, he's been with Nigeria. So I think they're resting him. But just Max is what he does, you know, with his mm-hmm. three-point... Shooting and he really has a good all-around game. This is yeah, and he can create like he can create. He's shooting threes like yeah. he's not getting to the rim right. and stuff, but he can like 
He's good at getting that little bit of space to get his threes off. Yeah, he's not just a three-point shooter. Obviously, and not just a catch-and-shoot Yeah, guy. I'm, ta- I'm saying this on the day he took 17 threes, yeah. but he is more... <laughs> he's like not he's, just a catch-and-shoot. He's not. It's not Duncan. It's not Duncan no. running off of screens. It's like... He can do pull-up yeah, pull yeah. threes. Like he, and, and he's you see it, too. Like Sometimes he'll, he'll get into the paint, and he has, he's had some nice finishes. Well. Yeah, he's got some like wits to him. Yeah, he has, and he has some athleticism. Mm-hmm. Like he's, you know, uh, he's, he's pretty athletic as well, so... It's it's nice to see him in a bigger role and kind of see other parts of his game that probably wouldn't usually see. Yeah. You know, normally when he's you know used as a shooter, I mean that's what he's going to be used at. You know, in, in the NBA. Um, but then the other guys, obviously Yurt Seven, just yeah, Turk Nowitzki, I think they call him. Yes, <laughs> um, he's uh, he's been super surprising. Like I don't think like when they declined his option last week and made him a free agent. I don't think I didn't really think anything of it. I was yeah, like, okay, it's like a bookkeeping move. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Whatever. But you see him in, in Sacramento, and he looked his offensive game is polished. Like he scores in the post, he scores in the mid post, mid range threes. Yeah, like, and he carried them in, in overtime today. I think he scored six straight points. And you know he's when he gets the ball in the paint, he can it's gonna go in. Like yeah, he's get like he you know, nice touch. he's good at the rim, but he's yeah. also good at that kind of like push shot from like seven feet away or whatever. Right. Yeah, he has, he has nice touch, and he and I mean, but the, the most interesting thing to me about him is his three point shot. Like he didn't have a three yeah. point shot in college. I think he took like twelve or thirteen threes yeah. in his senior year. He hit at one, Georgetown. hit one or two today. I think. He hit, I think yeah, he hit, I think he yeah. hit one today. It wasn't like a great three point shooting night for him, but just in general, like his stroke looks smooth. Mm-hmm. He goes to it consistently. He feels comfortable going to it. He made a good amount in Sacramento. Um, it's just amazing that he's like added that to his game so quickly mm-hmm. after really not being a three point shooter up until getting to the NBA. So. Um, th- those two guys obviously are you know two standouts. KZ has been a little shaky. Yeah, you know I think we all didn't do very to... much today. Yeah, I mean I think we we're all interested to see what he was going to do in summer league, right? Just because he hadn't played in a summer league game before this year, you know you hope that he takes something from the Nigeria experience and, and grows from that. But you know offensively it's still been a little bit of a struggle for him. He had two points today. Yeah, the, I think bef- that was it. the night before, the day before he might have been like five of eighteen, I think, from the field in the first game a couple of days ago. Um, you know he has all the tools. He's he's very good defensively as well and pretty good rebounder, but offensively still is a little Right. Bit you were kinda of hoping he was gonna yeah. become more than just the guy that they put in for the last thirty seconds yeah. of every half to play defense and this there there have not been signs that that's going to happen yet. Obviously yeah. it's just summer it's early. league like Yeah, it's early, but you, you just wanna you would want him to take on a bigger role, on ball role in the summer. Yeah. And see what he can do offensively and he just hasn't done it yet. Yeah. You know, like kinda of what Max Schuess is doing right now with right. the ball in his hands. Um, and the other two guys are obviously like Marcus Garrett has been, you know, no secret like very good defensively. Mm-hmm. You know, his offensive game needs a little bit of work, but <coughs> defensively, you know, he can he gives you something that I think he probably need, especially with Victor Oladipo out and yeah, and uh, you know, I I think that could see him getting a two way contract probably. Like, Seems like he and Jarrell were the candidates yeah. get two ways basically he, out of this group, right? Yeah, Jarrell's the same thing. Like he's a very good defender. He's probably a little more further along offensively. Than Garrett, I would say, mm-hmm. and he's more of a point guard. Like more yeah, of a Garrett's more of like a true wing or yeah. shooting guard, like stopper kind of. Yeah, kind of guy. Garrett like would project as probably a th- three and D op- like three and D guy in the NBA. Yeah, really good like wing defender, and if he can develop a three point shot, he'll probably have a spot in the NBA mm-hmm. if he can do that. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. like I think Garrett will get a two way, but would the Heat give him both to two like a, two guys in the same position? Yeah, uh, I don't know. So similar. You know, yeah. Is there anyone else who from this this group has kind of Made an impression on you as a potential two-way guy. I mean, obviously they could go grab someone else they like who they watch yeah. here. So like, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be someone from this team. But Potter has been interesting from Wisconsin. Like, uh, 
I've heard that they like him. Uh-huh. They like his, his skill set, the fact that he can shoot and space the floor at that position, which I think they're looking for more these days because they know that they need that next to Bam. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's going to get a two-way. I just know that they like him. Um, Maybe some Exhibit 10. Exhibit 10 action, yeah. And Keith, uh, Keith Smart. Javante uh, Smart. Javante Smart from LSU. He did not play today. No, he didn't. Um, was that in like an injury or a rest, or was he just not? In he the was rotation? available. I think. Yeah. I just think there's some games that like. Yeah, like so you got a lot of guys. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, he played. The, yeah, I wanted to see him. I liked him a lot in college. Yeah, that smart. Yeah, like that's why he didn't play today. I think he had like 12 points a couple of days ago in the first game in Vegas. But he, he's a, he's one of the, like the only guards that they got in this team that is like a pretty good shooter. Yeah. Like he shot 40 percent on threes. I think he led the SEC in threes maybe mm-hmm. last year. And he's a pretty good defender, too. So he's another one that you keep, keep an he eye on. He was a big-time recruit, too, if I remember correctly. So like really? the talent's there, Yeah, obviously. Yeah, so, I mean, he's, he's another name to watch. But, you know, if I know the Heat, and this is what the Heat has done in the past with two ways, they might give one out. After and Saturday. then hang on to the other one. They, like, hang on to the other one to, like, breed competition in training camp and kind of see who earns mm-hmm. it in training camp in the preseason. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's, like, they give one out to one of these guys, like Garrett, for instance, yeah. and the other one they hold on to. Yeah, so it's kind of a Garrett Giroux competition there. Probably, I, I would think that's so. what it looks like. Yeah, that's what it. That's I like, mean, the four most impressive guys on the court for the Heat today. And again, yeah. I've seen one game. Right. I, I didn't see the other one um, at all. Like I didn't. Watch, I was traveling that day. But the four most impressive guys were the two guards, Struess and and Yurt Seven, and it wasn't particularly close, right? With any, I mean, you have the box score in front of you. Yeah. I think is there anyone yeah. else who no. I'm forgetting? I mean, the five guys. Who started really played most of the game? Like it was like Omer, yeah. KZ, Giroux, Struce, and uh, and Garrett. Yeah, none of the bench guys, guys really. No, I mean like RJ Nemhard. Yeah, Nemhard got some got some run and yeah. looked like competent, but he's not as good as those other two. Guards it it doesn't might. seem that way. He had a good game against Denver on Sunday, um, good shooting game, um, but that's really been like his only like notable performance mm-hmm. in summer league so far. So yeah, I, I just. It seems pretty clear that like Garrett has been probably the most impressive guard. For Giroux, it's kind of been tough because he, he missed a few games in Sacramento. Right. He had a thigh contusion, so mm-hmm. he's kind of playing from behind. But um, right now, I think Garrett is consistency-wise, like the steals, the blocks. He made one of four threes today, but even if he can hit three, yeah. he's at 33% rate. Like, yeah, he's it. pretty good in the paint, too. Like He had some, yeah. some nice like creative finishes. and um, Good rebounder, too. Eight rebounds today. Yeah, for the, both those guys were real. I mean, we were... Talking right before we went on, they're like kind of look identical. They're like yeah. built exactly the same. These like long arms, skinny. They've definitely got some room to add some weight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they. It's clear the Heat had a type they were looking for, right? Like yeah. that's why you go get those two. They basically said we need we need a guard who could defend the wing and can switch, and yeah. maybe we can develop a three point shot with him. Yeah. And we're gonna pick we're gonna pick the two guys two we can yeah. find. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. Yeah, it's pretty obvious, and I, I mean, it's not surprising that Garrett has been probably the best one so far, just because he probably was one of the more high-profile undrafted. Yeah, he was like, um, you know, the Kansas team was a little underwhelming last year, but he was like kind of their like leader, right? Yeah. Like he was like the senior Wiley veteran guard. Um, so, yeah, I think like I would guess Kansas fans really like him. Yeah, I mean, defense Naismith Defensive Player of the Year is a junior. Yeah, like. That's pretty for a guard, and that team was impressive. awesome. His junior year team, the team that didn't get to play in the tournament, mm-hmm. where he didn't have to be the guy. He was like kind of a great role player for them. Um, with Struess, obviously, like the big. So the thing with Yurt Seven is this is fun, right? It's like fun yeah. watching him go off, but like in reality, what's his role gonna be? Right, like yeah, fourth big basically. Right, he's behind Bam. He's probably behind Deadman. He's you know they're Peter probably gonna. Play small, you know. Markeith, obviously. Um, PJ. 
PJ will play the four yeah. a lot. But it's like Yurt Seven's like he's he's playing Sioux Falls a lot, honestly. Yeah, he's in Sioux Falls, and maybe there'll be you know obviously Spoche like changes up his rotations all the time. Yeah. There might be a week there where Yurt Seven's getting fifteen minutes a game randomly. But but Struce is that's in some ways like the revelation. I don't I hesitate to use the word revelation because he was pretty good I yeah. thought last year. But like the fact that he looks like one of the best guys here, yeah. right, is. Like that's what the guy who's supposed to, who ends up being a rotation player is supposed to look like. We, like the the guy on the other team today that was in the similar vein was Desmond Bain, who like just looked way more advanced than everyone else, and it makes sense because that guy's going to be a starter for them probably or a sixth man or seventh man. And and Struce doesn't have to be quite that for this Heat team, but you want a guy who's going to be your eighth or ninth man to like look like one of the best guys in Vegas, and and that's a good sign I think. Yeah, and this this Heat team is going to need shooting. And, uh, you know, obviously that's what Max Struess provides. That's how they're going to use him. And it is encouraging that, you know, you want to you want those guys, like you said, to look like an NBA, like NBA players. And it's pretty clear, like, he stands out in almost every game he plays at the summer league level. Yeah. I mean, he's physically, like, more yeah. developed than a lot of guys, but also the skill. Just like. the skill level, like, just being able to take over a game and just put the ball in his hand and let him create for himself and others. Like, he stands out. He's one of the best players in the court whenever he takes the yeah. floor. Yeah, and it's also the idea of, like... Like Desmond Bain, for example, yeah. was like creating off the dribble. Like that's not what he's going to do in Memphis. Right. But like the good guys are, able, and it's the same with Struce. Like in Miami, he's going to mostly be a catch and shoot yeah. guy. And Max said that after the game. You know, someone I think it was John Crotty um, um, from Bally Sports asked him like what he's looking to develop in summer league, and he said I'm working on all aspects of my game, but realistically, I know I'm going to be a shooter. Right. Uses it like, this is the, the yeah. chance to do more things, yeah. and the guys who are good are able are the guys who can do more can things. Experiment. Like, it was even like Duncan Robinson when he came here, yeah. like, he had the ball in his hands. Right. Right? I mean, like, the same thing with Derek Jones when he was with the Heat. Like, he was scoring, like, 20, 25 yeah. points a game in Summer League because he had the ball in his hands. Bam, when he was a rookie. Yeah. Like, his first yeah. Summer League. I remember we were all like, what are, what are they doing? Like, he's dribbling the ball <laughs> on the board? Like, he's a center. And look at him now. So, yeah, I mean, the Heat always have a vision, a plan for every guy. And this will help Max. Yeah, he's not going to be, you know, isoing <laughs> when the real games begin. You know, next and Jimmy and Kyle and Bam are on the court. He's going to be a shooter, um, but it's good for him to to explore other areas of his game. And you know, he I th- I really do do think there's a good chance he might be in the rotation. It seems like it, right? I mean, I don't have the roster in front of me, yeah. but what like eighth or ninth man is not crazy, right? It's going to be Kyle. It's going to be Jimmy Bam. Um, P.J. Duncan. P.J. Duncan. Tyler Hero is the sixth man. Markeith Morris. Deadman. Yeah, I mean, Deadman Struess, kind yeah. of, like, that's eight, seven, eight, or eight, nine, I guess, right? Yeah. And so. th- this team needs, like I said, <clears throat> shooting. Like, when you have your stars of Jimmy and Bam, who don't take threes. I know Kyle takes threes, but mm-hmm. P.J. and Markeith, yeah, you... You hope that they can make threes at a good rate. You're not banking they, on they're not PJ. Like, the I think you got to bank on it with Markeith a little bit, but yeah, you're not banking on it with PJ. Even Markeith last season, I think, like shot like thirty one percent threes. So it's they need reliable shooters out there, and Max is they hope and you know could be one of the most reliable shooters on the team probably until Victor gets back. I think Max could really be a consistent member of the rotation. Yeah, and then obviously he has a chance to play himself into position where even when Victor gets yeah. back, then then he might stay in the rotation. Um. Any other, any other takeaways from your, your couple days here? Um, Malik Allen's done a good job, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, this is his first summer league. It's it's interesting, like, how into it the Heat's coaching staff is. I know. Like, you look at other teams, 
It's like you would think they're playing like in the playoffs. Like Crown Butler was going at it with uh, Desmond Bain today. And almost like the entire coaching staff is here. It's like, you know, Malik Allen's obviously the head coach, but like Eric Glass is there. Yeah, Chris I was sitting Quinn behind Chris Quinn and Eric Glass yeah. at the game today. Um, they're all here. Um, Spo, I think, is supposed to get here at some point. Um, and then you have all these, you know, the Heat guys that are in town too, like this in support, like Udonis and Bam. Yeah, and Udonis and Bam Tyler. are sitting on the bench today. Udonis wearing a Dan Marino T-shirt. Yeah, of course, always over Miami. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's just cool to see like, like how how invested like the Heat are to the summer. Like, yeah. it's not a surprise. Yeah, I was so sitting, like I said, I was sitting right behind Chris Quinn, Eric Glass, Duncan, and Tyler at the game today. They were like two rows in front of me, and when Strews hit the game yeah. winner, like. Obviously, but like you know, they were all got up and were excited, and yeah. you know, Duncan's talking to Struce when he comes and runs into that corner right in front of him where he was sitting. Like, yeah, it's know. cool. So it was, it was fun to watch. Yeah, and like I think it was against Denver when you <clears throat> were up like twenty. Like the entire bench, the entire staff was like standing. And all, like that's what they do too. Like Spo and his staff do that too. Like they're pretty unique in that way. Yeah, but, like, they're always like standing and into it more than other coaching staffs. But you see, even seen in summer league. So um, it's just interesting to see how that translates. You know to to Las Vegas and Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Um, you got speaking of Bam, you got yeah. to talk to him in person um, while he was out here. Obviously, just came back from winning gold. Did he fly straight here from uh, Japan? Do we know? I think he flew to LA first. Well, yeah, flight, but yeah, but he, he, did, he has not been back to Miami. No, he has not been back to Miami. He looked when I, we spoke with him <laughs> on Sunday. I think it, I mean it was Sunday. They won. They I won guess, on Friday. Night, Friday night Saturday there, morning. technically. Yeah, it was. It was Saturday morning there actually. Yes, it was Saturday morning there. It was Friday yeah. night, 10.30 yeah. for us. Um, and he was, and they, had, they were at the gold medal ceremony that night, that right? Night, yeah. So they didn't get out of there until... Uh, I'm terrible at time differences. Like yeah, Saturday, yeah, our Saturday. time. Right. It, it, he was... Late Saturday. He was... You could tell he was exhausted. Yeah. And he like, was sitting on... Was he on the bench that night or was he in the crowd when he had, was holding the gold medal and talking to Struess? He started out in the crowd and then he moved. To okay, the bench. moved to the bench. Yeah, and he was holding that gold medal like just hanging on to yeah. it, like a finger, and everyone was asking to take a picture with him. And it was, I mean, it was cool to see. You know, you could tell he was proud. He was wearing Team USA like gear. Yeah, Team USA shirts and, and a shirt and shorts and a hat. Um, yeah, it was, it was. It was like that's who Bam is. Like, you know, most guys they might, you know, want to decompress and go some, go home or do something else. But like for him just to go straight to the summer league game I after know. winning gold medal. And having to deal with a 16-hour time difference, like when it comes to Vegas and Tokyo. Yeah. Um, he was very tired, but, you know, I, I think the guys were happy to see him there. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you could even see, you, you talk about him wearing the, like, Team yeah. USA gear and stuff. He seemed to have, like, really enjoyed yeah, the was Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, like, he, he was one of the three guys wearing that flag after yeah. the game. And when, when we went to talk with him, um, we got the interview at halftime of, of Sunday's summer league game in Vegas... The first thing he said before, like we just started recording, and we were just like saying, telling him congratulations. He's like, "That was stressful." <laughs> and then he explained, he's like, "It's just that's what we, that's what's expected, right?" And I think you don't think you realize like the level of pressure you feel because you just assume that USA is in one. But when you're on the team and you're expected, well, like, especially the way bust, it started for them, obviously. Yeah, yeah that too. Like just the, the way like the adversity they faced. Like he he, he said again, it was like very forthcoming. Like it was very stressful. Like the entire experience, but yeah. it was obviously worth it for him and. Getting the gold medal. Yeah, and he played well in that gold medal game. Yeah. Um, defensively, he had a sequence in the first, I think it was in the first quarter, uh, where he blocked um, Fournier, I think. Like, Fournier tried to, like, come in the lane for a floater. Bam, blocked him, got grabbed the rebound, mm-hmm. started the break, and then finished the possession by, like, hitting a turnaround fadeaway on um, 
Gobert on the block. So you know he was he was doing his usual bam thing. You know, I think he only had like four yeah, points or something. Like, in other areas. Yeah, a couple assists, yeah. a couple blocks, a couple steals. Um, you know, it was like the consummate bam out of bio performance. It's exactly why he was on the team. Yeah. Uh, how do you? I like uh, there was always a concern of him going and going to the Olympics of like that's gonna st- not stunt but like slow his development this offseason because he can't really work on other areas of his game because he has to play like within a role mm-hmm. with team USA like a very specific role. He doesn't have the ball in his hand. Yeah, his I, I don't buy it. I mean, you, the Olympics always seems to help the guys, yeah. right? Can you ever remember a guy going to the Olympics and, like, it's no. falling apart? I mean... I, and I think it's just also the confidence building. Like, the, you're playing with the NBA's best players. Yeah. Like, he's built really close relationships now. I'm, you know, people joke about it on Twitter because they want Damian Lillard, but, like... Yeah, it seems like, really seem like Draymond he seems to get along with. Yeah, KD. That's good for him and just his, I mean, just networking in general. Like, we know how important that is in yeah. the NBA, and he did a lot of it this offseason. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing he said. I mean, I don't know how much he would actually do it, but he said he could basically call any of these guys up for advice. Yeah. And, like, again, I don't know if he's ever actually going to do that, but it's that idea of, like, you know, you get invited now to the good pickup games or whatever, right? Yeah, like, sure. um, you you feel like you're you're part of it. You know, it's, it's something I think of, like, I think Duncan talks about a lot is kind of the imposter syndrome, and he's obviously in that kind of unique spot where it kind of came out of nowhere for him. But, you know, everyone goes through that, right? And, bam, like... That helps avoid that, yeah, right? Sure. Like now he's in. He feels like he's a, he's part of that. You know? Yeah, and he is a part. I and mean, he was a starter on Team USA. Yeah, Not like he was just like some fringe Team USA player that never got in the game. Yeah, exactly. He was playing big minutes. He was a starter. And by the way, go, to go back to Duncan, I hope that after you know signing a ninety million dollar contract, is there more imposter yeah, syndrome? Yeah, I hope the yeah. imposter syndrome is gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think Bam will play again in in twenty four? Um, I don't see why not. I mean, yeah. he really has a chance to be like a three time gold. I know. Because the next one, he's twenty four right now. He just turned twenty four, so he'll be twenty seven. Right, because it's only three yeah, years. Three away. years, and, and he'll be 31. 31. I mean, he could be a three time gold medalist. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, by the time he's thirty one, so I mean that I you know obviously probably be up to him. I would think they would invite him again. Right. Um, I don't see why he wouldn't go. He seemed to really enjoy it. Like you yeah, said. my big uh, the one thing off this Olympics, I hope I hope the takeaway is like we gotta like take our team building more seriously. As a country, um, yeah, and not like oh we're fine even if we put together a crappy team because, as you know, it's not a secret the rest of the world is catching up. You know, Greece wasn't even there, and there's now four Adetokounmpo brothers uh, running around. They can make a whole starting lineup out of Adetokounmpo's basically at this yeah. point. Um, Slovenia with Luca, like. yeah. So they, I mean, Canada, like you know, they were missing. You know, Jamal Murray was like mm-hmm. they didn't make it, but they're a team that a couple of years down the road, R.J. Barrett, like they've got guys like. If we didn't have Kevin Durant, it was going to be a problem. I, I wish that we had gotten some more young guys there, like Josh should have been on the team, Trey. Like, right. Um, so I think the next team can be pretty fun. Steph, maybe finally. Maybe, maybe. Steph will come back. I, I think uh, Kawhi has never played. Maybe he'll come and play. Um, but I hope they... I hope they kind of take the team-building part of it seriously. And, and Bam is, it can be a kind of a bridge from this a little bit older team into a, a younger next generation. Um, obviously, a lot of people have been talking about maybe Spo is the next coach. What do, you, what do you think about that? I think it's a possibility. You know, I, I know Pop hasn't said one way or the other if he's going to coach. In I think Bam years. would make the team if Spo is the coach. I, yeah, I have a feeling. Do you think Struess would make the team? Yeah, yeah, Gabe Vincent might make the team. <laughs> well, isn't it can't. Team, well, can, can you can you go from? Yeah, I, I think you. I don't know the rules, but I think Hakeem Olajuwon did that. I yeah. think he like technically capped to use the soccer term with. Where's Hakeem from Nigeria? No, 
Um, I'm not sure. I don't know where Kareem Hakeem's from. I don't think it's Nigeria, though. Um, but but I remain. The point remains that like he switched. He switched at some point. Yeah. Um, it is Nigeria. Oh, it is Nigeria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, that's like. I also think we should. I think we should try to get Giannis to switch. That's been my my take. Bam Bam could switch. Bam could switch. I mean, Giannis could do Nigeria. Like maybe Bam wants to win a gold medal for another country. Like, that would be pretty for, cool. For, pretty interesting <laughs> to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, suppose definitely a candidate. Like obviously, I mean, yeah. he's. He was part of the staff with the select team this year. Mm-hmm. He's in the system. He's very well regarded. I would not be shocked. Like, yeah, I mean, it does not seem like Pop is going to do it again. He doesn't seem. He hasn't said it. I was going to say, but he doesn't seem like he's going to coach again. Yeah, I guess I, I missed this, but in his the post game press conference, like someone asked like how it felt, and he said, like, do you know what the word sayonara means? Really? Yeah. And like, apparently, people were like, did he just retire? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, he did not. I guess, but. One interesting storyline of the Spo thing is in 2023, the final of the FIBA World Cup is in the Philippines. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. And, you know, Spo, I, I actually asked him about this, like if he's thought about that, he's, you know, you know Spo. No, yeah. I never thought of but that has to be on his mind. Like, that'd be pretty cool yeah. for him to be a part of. So, you know, I, I think it would, I definitely think he would be interested. I mean, why wouldn't he? Yeah. Right? He, he accepted an invitation to be part of the select team. Um, and this would give him an opportunity to be on this, you know, on, on the international stage, and also be able to coach like a a, a game with huge stakes in, in the Philippines. Like that's pretty pretty cool. All right, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and you can explain this Kyle Lowry tampering thing to me. I'll try my best. All right, we're back. Um, explain this to me. The Kyle, so Kyle Lowry, NBA is investigating the Heat for tampering. Yeah. Um, in the NBA's very selective enforcement <laughs> policy they have here. Um, what is what is the punishment that he could get, and what is the likelihood, you think, of them receiving different degrees of punishment? So, to start, like, this this began with a, at least one team complaining about the Heat, uh-huh. which you could guess who it is. Mm-hmm. I have I've have my guesses. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the whole... Like, what they're investigating is the, the Raptors and the Heat can negotiate a sign-and-trade before 6 p.m., before they start a free agency. Right. You can negotiate a trade. The part you can't negotiate is the Kyle component, which obviously, obviously is a big component. You can't negotiate a new contract with him until 6 p.m. Right. But, um, you know, the Heat say that, or, you know, their their cases, we spoke with the Raptors and pretty much Kyle at the, at the deadline, trade deadline. Right. Because he, we knew he was interested in coming to the Heat already. <clears throat> We knew the players that Toronto was interested in. Mm-hmm. You know, Precious Achua. There was a feeling. Yeah, we knew if we traded yeah. for Kyle Lowry, we were going to have to sign right. some sort of extension. We, everyone kind of knew what Kyle wanted. I mean, it was out in the media for days, for, yeah. for a week before free agency. Like, it wasn't like rocket science to, to figure out how this was going to get done. He knew that Kyle was interested in being mm-hmm. in the, And also helps that, like, Kyle's best friend is Jimmy Butler. Right. right? Like, one of his best friends in the league. Um, so... You know, that's that's the heat's game, and we'll see. Like, the NBA, I was saying to Bobby Marks, who was a former executive with the Nets and is an ESPN analyst now, he's like, it's really uncomfortable, like, this entire thing. Like, they, the NBA, like, hires an outside law firm and security team to basically, like, take everything. Like, right. the phones, the laptops, like, they want to see everything. It's a really uncomfortable process. But the good news for Heat fans is, even if they're found guilty of whatever you call it, tampering, gun jumping, uh, whatever it is you want to call it, it's very unlikely that the deal is going to be like 
voided pretty yeah. much. Like that's not going to happen. We, I mean, there might be like draft picks that they have to give up or a, a fine. Like I think that's more likely. Mm-hmm. But everyone I've spoken to, highly, highly unlikely um, that this deal is like going to be rescinded. Okay. Um, so what like what kind of draft pick are we talking? Like, could they lose a first round pick, or are they never gonna? I mean, they, they already have any. They already don't have any first round picks to lose. So that's where I, my confusion comes in here. Um, I mean, it could be a first round pick. I mean, there's been second. I think the Bucks last year was second round pick, if I remember correctly. That sounds right. Um, but the Bucks also like taking like that punishment. They also did not, get did not get right. on. So it could be a first Bogdan, round pick. Right? Yeah, Bogdan. could be a first round pick. And uh-huh. I don't think the Stepian rule applies here. Like, they could be in a greater than seven years in the future if the NBA needs to to get the next pick. Like, <laughs> because, I mean... Hey, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Maybe the NBA is going to negotiate with the Thunder to, to get this protection. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they did this on purpose. <laughs> they, they snitch on themselves. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think pick, if they're found guilty, which I don't know if they will because he do have a case. Like, they have a kind yeah, of that's a, a pretty unique, good case. Yeah. A unique situation where like they were negotiating with this exact team and this exact player mm-hmm. at the trade deadline. And it almost happened, you know? And it was common knowledge that Kyle wanted to come to the Heat, and, and Jimmy, again, is one of his close friends. So it, it just, it's, I don't know, they have a pretty good case. But if they're found guilty, I think a fine and, and draft picks. And I don't know, it, might, it could be a first-round pick, but in the past precedent, second-round picks have been kind of more common. Yeah. All right, so not, not that big of a deal. Right, ultimately. and, it, and it's, it might take, I mean, it's, uh, this began like last weekend, I think, when they opened the investigation. And I've heard it probably will take at least two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit. So, we probably won't know the answer for maybe until, like, the end of August, around later in August. So, yeah. it might be a while. All right. Um, you mentioned Jimmy. Should we uh, – big big contract extension for him. Not a – I don't even remember if we talked about it last week um, because we already kind of knew it was going to happen. It was, like, the worst-kept secret in – in, in the league, one of uh, not the worst. I guess the Kyle Lowry trade was the worst kept secret in the league. Um, but what what do you think of the the? It's a big extension. Yeah, I mean, it's showing their commitment. I mean, it's like what we talked about last. It's like the kind of thing you have to do, right? Yeah, you yeah. kind of have to do at this point. It, it is tough. Obviously, he's only making fifty million dollars when he's thirty six. Like, you wonder how that's going to age. Mm-hmm. But you kind of have to do it. I mean, he's your best player. He wanted it. You're trying to win now, which is kind of what we talked about last week with Tim Reynolds. Like, they're trying to win now, and that's obvious. By all the contracts they're building out, right? They're going all in. Now, you could argue like, why is this a team that you go all in with? Is this a roster you go all in with? But I think he had made a decision of like, we're just going to try to be the best team we can for the now. And like you said, you just can't really plan for the like in today's NBA. Like, you that's can't. not the way you build a team. You just make it work as you go. And you for know, all you know, Jimmy Butler he, might get annoyed about something and. Yeah, a year and demand a trade. Exactly. And and look, the Heat have contracts now they could trade. Like Duncan now is not making $1.7 million. Like he's a ninth, uh, $15 million trade chip yeah. now. Tyler Hero soon is going to be like a 5 or $6 million trade chip. Uh, P.J. Tucker, $7 million. Like they have a bunch of these little contracts right. that they could put together for a star if they become available. So I don't, I don't think the Heat are like, this is it. This is our core for the next five years. They're never done. Contract. If there's somebody available, there will be... They'll be involved. The only time they were ever done was after they won the first Big Three championship. They're like, all right, we got it. Yeah, and and then they had the end waiters too. <laughs> but no, it's it. I I think the Heat have learned their lesson, kind of like you can't really plan for free agency because yeah. they did that in twenty twenty one and it totally. Yeah, I mean they got Kyle, so it didn't like totally backfire. But they but were they did that through Giannis. a trade too, like yeah. right? So yeah, they did. They were thinking about Giannis. They were thinking about you know, like the twenty twenty one class was supposed to be great, and 
most of those yeah, guys that was supposed to be extensions. primal at like Oladipo before yeah. the injury. Like there was supposed to be some yeah, everyone signed their extensions. So yeah. speaking of Oladipo, we called that. Last oh week. yeah, we did. Yeah. We technically have not recorded since that signing happened. Yeah. Even though the way we recorded that episode was basically like, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. What this is what they're going to sign Oladipo, and this is what it means. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's good signing. Yeah, they needed it. They need him, right? They they need him to be. It's exactly what we said last week. They don't need him to be good. They need him to be great. Then I kind of phrase that word, but they, they don't him. need him. In order to be good, yeah. they need him in order to be great. Right. He can take this team to another level. Right. And, I mean, he's not going to be back before February. And he yeah. might not be back until March, if at, if at all. Right? I mean, uh, he, he's going to miss most of the season. But you You're looking at a Nikita Kucherov situation? God, yeah. I mean, the only thing he counts against the salary cap. <laughs> yeah. I'll make those guys. Um, but but he, he really has, like, if he can get healthy or somewhat healthy and, and come back, and he's going to be in a bench role probably because the mm-hmm. starting lineup is – Jimmy, Kyle, Duncan. Yeah, they're not going to just insert him. him Unless they're, like, in a bad shape. Yeah, and they really don't have a spot. Like, the guard spots are taken. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's going to be Jimmy, Kyle, and Duncan. Like, you need those three together. Um, So, he's going to be in a bench role. He can be a spark. Like, they need guards up. They lose Goron. Most of the season, it's going to be Tyler. Really, is Tyler going to play point guard? I mean, did not go well last year, but they might need him to this year unless Mm -hmm. you have Gabe Vincent playing big minutes, which is possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Victor's a guy they're going to really need late in the season. Yeah. Um, speaking of Goran, should we talk about Goran? I feel so bad for him. True heat legend. He's wearing, like, he, he's, like, doing all this <laughs> stuff in heat culture shirts. Like, it's amazing. It's like you can't... Heat Twitter is, like, I think we. Over. I think we, we had a, a minor debate over Goran in the rafters uh, last week. I, he's uh, he's making a he's taste. cemented himself. Yeah. Now. I feel like fans like him more now. I know than they, did. <laughs> they did last year. I mean, fans love Goran. Obviously, he's like a fan favorite. But you know, I, again, it's I know fans will say like it's hard to feel bad for a guy. He makes nineteen million dollars. Like he can live wherever he wants. You know, it's, yeah. It's, he he has to just suck it up and move. But it's tough. I mean, these guys are human beings. He has two kids. Yeah. I don't think he probably didn't see this coming out of nowhere. Like he thought he was going to stay in Miami probably for the rest of his career. Yeah. You know, once like the, once the Giannis thing like didn't come together, right? Yeah. Like that was that was the holdup. You know, going into that last summer, he probably knew that there was a chance he was going to be gone. But then once he signed that uh, two-year big old contract, like and, changed and, things. And he's trying to. I, don't, I mean, not, it's not that he doesn't want to play for Toronto, but he wants to play for a title contender. Mm-hmm. So he's also trying to like put pressure on Toronto to make a move too. So it's yeah. like a leverage situation, which Goran, that's not Goran. So like, of course he can't like do it. Like when they, he has to apologize. When I he, know. To do it. he <laughs> felt bad and he had to apologize. Um, that's just like, so Goran. So it's tough because you know, as a human, like he's such a nice guy. Right. And you know, he, his heart is in the right place. And I know like Raptors fans like are killing him right now after what uh-huh. he said. Um, and I'm sure he's losing sleep over it, but um, yeah, you feel bad, but it is it is cool. It's funny <laughs> to see him do all this and like working out. He like post out a yeah, post so video he, of, like he, a Dwayne or a Dwayne Wade shirt. Yeah, that's shirt. What it was. Um, yeah, it's pretty like it's like you can't write that any better if you're a Heat fan. Yeah, I wonder what he. So like obviously the theory out there has been going to the Mavericks, yeah, right? I mean that makes sense. And you know I, I don't think they're going to be a title contender, but I do wonder how Heat fans would feel if Goron wound up like playing a big role for a. 
like title team this year. I mean, Mavericks maybe they're not like a, a true like kind of like the Heat where like they're not in that yeah. tier, but they're right there. I they mean, haven't won a series yet, but yeah, they're yeah. I know that's true. They haven't won a series. It feels like they have because Luca's been so good in the, in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, but they always like seem to face the clip. But I mean, uh, you're right. Yeah. They could take. They could take. Yeah. You know, they could do the Hawks thing, right? They could go yeah. from being. Uh, team that's never won a series to like the brink of the finals like easily. Yeah, any team with Luka like you can. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder how Heat fans would feel because you know if Goran went to the Mavericks, he would be their third best player, second best player, right? Yeah. No, and and I'm sure he'd be playing yeah important big minutes, yeah. especially in the playoffs. Um, I mean, Heat have seen Goran play those type of minutes before. You know, whether it was in the bubble or earlier in his Heat career, you know, he was made the playoffs with the Heat, but. Yeah, to see Goron like a fan favorite, like I think he fans would be happy just because they like mm-hmm. him, and it's not like Goron left on his own, like it was right, kind of yeah, out yeah. of his control. Um, but yeah, that'd be. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious to see like how if Goron gets emotional when he comes back to the Heat, like plays against oh, Miami, yeah, yeah. Miami, and obviously he's gonna get a huge, um, like up, you know, yeah, it'll be a crowd, yeah. So, uh, what number is Kyle Lowry gonna wear? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I, they can't give him seven. I guess he, he could wear seven. They could retire it out, retire yeah, it after. I, I mean, I think that's been done before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So maybe that's the play where like he can get his number, and then in four or five years, like when they retire Goran's mm-hmm. number, they just you know Kyle's not maybe he's not a team anymore. I don't so. know if Kyle's always worn seven. I mean, in college, obviously, he didn't because you can't wear seven. I don't uh, know what he wore Villanova. It's interesting, like how connected Kyle and Goran's careers have been. Like, they played together in Houston. Yes. And Kyle was the starter. Right. And Kyle got hurt, and then Goran took over as a starter. And that was and how Kyle he got his... his job. And Kyle then, like, left. And, like, yeah, they've just been connected. I know there yeah. was, like, some... Not that they didn't like They're, they're like the but... same age, right? Basically. Yeah, like, around the same age. Yeah. I think... I actually think Kyle's a little older than Goran. A couple yeah, he might older. be. Um, but... They, and there's always, like, I, there was one game where, like, the guy kind of got into it when, when the Heat were playing the Raptors, I think, in the playoffs, like, uh-huh. a few years ago. Like, there's always been, like, this kind of, like, edgy yeah, yeah. tension between the two. And now they're, they basically <clears throat> flipped roles. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think we can wrap things up there. Um, you can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. Um, check out his story on BAM. You got anything else coming out here from Vegas? Yeah, I have a couple of stories lined up of just these summer league guys. I yeah. actually I'm working on a profile on Yurt Seven. Okay. Yurt season Turk Nowitzki. Uh-huh. Uh, I spoke to a few people who who know him pretty 80 well. Eighty inch story, big coach. front page. I mean, honestly, it's gonna be pretty. I mean, I'm so that wait, we didn't talk. We didn't talk about this. The box score that came up on after his I think it was his first big game in yeah. Sacramento. He scored ninety one in like a youth game. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. I gotta look look at that. look at it. he put it on Twitter. I think. He scored 91 points in a youth game? Oh, I think that's what it is. I, I, maybe we might have to delete all this, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw that. He once scored 91 points and dropped 28 <laughs> rebounds in an under-17 under club in Turkey. Yeah. You gotta get that in the story. Like, you need to get oh, the story of I, that game. I gotta, I gotta go back and talk to him now about this. Yeah, game. you need the story of that game. Wow. I'm, you know, I was thinking, like, he was on the national team this year. And they didn't qualify for the Olympics. Oh, yeah, so He didn't really play a big role. Really? Kind of surprising. Turkey's got some guys, right? Ersan Ilyasova, I think, is yeah. Turkish. Um, the Rockets? Did he play in the, the Rockets pick? Uh, oh, Shangun. Yeah. Ooh, I saw him the other day. He looks good. Yeah, he was good, but he, he's from Turkey, too. Yeah, he, he, I wonder if he was on the I team. I don't know. But, yeah, I was looking at, like, at, at Omer's stats for the Turkey this in the qualifying tournament in Canada early this summer. He didn't play much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and Cantor is Turkish, right, I think? Yeah, but I don't think he was on the team. Yeah, I don't think so. But I'm just saying, they got yeah, guys. they got guys, yeah. Um, but yeah, 91 points. 
That's, that's like, a lot. He's like the Will Chamberlain. Of yeah. like, that's incredible. Yeah, you need to get the story of that game. Um, I expect that to be the centerpiece of the story. I, yeah, I'm going to have to rewrite my yeah. story now. But yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. I have something on Garrett, you know, Marcus Garrett coming up. Uh-huh. Kind of, you know, talk to him about what he wants, you know, his goals in summer league and just kind of what he sees for himself in the NBA. Um, and yeah, we'll be following the investigation too. I mean, that's yeah. obviously like a story that people are waiting to like kind of put some closure to that, you know, might take a few weeks, but at some point we're going to answer. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at dbwilson2. I'm mostly in football mode these days after uh, spending a couple of days out here in, in Vegas. You're in Vegas. Some basketball. Right yeah, I'm in Vegas mode right now. <laughs> you can also catch me in the background of various uh, ESPN Twitter uh, pictures because I was sitting behind Giannis at a game the other night and like literally the entire world was like huddled around me because I think Giannis is now like, he's not LeBron level, right? Like, LeBron is not accessible in that way, right? Like, LeBron would never just be, like, sitting courtside at the Cox Pavilion at this point, like, without, like... No. Although, I will say, the one game I covered at the Thomas and Mack Center, or arena, uh-huh. uh, LeBron showed up and sat courtside. Yeah. The Thomas and Mack is different, though, because it's, like, yeah. a gym. Yeah. But, like, Giannis would, like, he was sitting... It was, like, a high school gym. He was just, like, sitting in the front row. Yeah. No, I, I've never seen LeBron in that, in that smaller gym. Yeah. Well, I don't think his teams would ever play in those... That smaller gym, basically, right? Like, the Lakers are never going to be in. They're just going to put them in Thomas and Mack all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's a good point. Their games are always in. Yeah. And the Heat just keep completely keep getting disrespected by getting yeah. the people. People for, were not excited about Max Struess, I guess. They might I want, They might win the championship. They looked pretty good. Like, Memphis is a pretty good summer league team. and they. they I think, yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so I was in a sports book the other day, and I didn't, I didn't place any bets. Okay. But you know you can bet on who's gonna win the summer yeah, no. league. <laughs> See, the Heat, the Heat entered Vegas with like the eighth or ninth best odds. Yeah, because of yeah, Yurtsev. Because of Yurtsev. <laughs> I don't remember who was the favorite. I think like Detroit was. You know the, the rookies. Yeah, the kind top of the, picks and the Lakers. Like the odds skew toward them. But yeah. I was like, what a world! You can yeah. bet on summer you could, league. You can honestly bet on anything. You I probably know. bet on all these on all these uh, summer league like individual. Oh games yeah, you too. can. Like spreads and all that. Yeah, you definitely can. I was more surprised that you could bet on the summer league champion than that. I don't know how you can have any confidence in like a summer, like who's going to win a summer league game. Yeah, you don't even know who's going to play. Like sometimes, like the rotations are all right. Yeah, the they're like on the fly. Like, yeah. You just never know. So, yeah. All right, uh, let's finish up there. Um, thanks as always for listening, and uh, we will be back uh, next week to wrap up summer league. Will summer league definitely be done by the time we record next week? Yes, they go the, all the way. The championship game is Tuesday night. So okay, so done. yeah, we'll, we'll talk some summer we'll, league championship. We'll talk about the championship run. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, thanks again. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.